As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. As a very special bonus, I have today's episode in video format at youtube.com slash juliemerica, where there will be extended footage and also a little bit more information towards the end if you want to tune into that. Otherwise, stay where you're at. 
I'm comfy here too. Today, I'm talking about why I actually believe that the IQ test itself is useless and why I think our EQ is a much more valuable tool. I will not be going into all of the history and the ramifications of the IQ test, but I will rant about my own opinions and the reasons I think it is actually a very fallible and silly way to compare ourselves and our intelligence. Because I have read many studies that not only debunk the IQ test as a valid form of measurement, but also prove that people that score high on IQ tests are just very good at taking IQ tests. Much of the information on the IQ test is not really formatted to make sure you are a good problem solver. In fact, it's just trivial information that you may or may not have already had in your bucket. I remember when I had to do a gifted test or an IQ test in my class when I was younger, the question that I got wrong and my teacher shamed me about was not knowing that the sun sets in the west. Now I do, and I'll never forget it. And yes, while I know I'm more intelligent than I was in third grade, knowing trivial knowledge does not mean that you are less intelligent than someone else. The point is, I think we underrate the importance of emotional intelligence, or our ability to identify and manage our own emotions, as well as the emotions of others. And the thing that I genuinely love about our EQ is it's adaptable, malleable, and learnable. The EQ is basically just a combination of character traits that, although they're fairly stable, were mostly learned behaviors from our childhood, which means they are unlearnable or reteachable. And the reason why EQ or our emotional intelligence is so important is the fact that thousands of academic studies have demonstrated the predictive power of comparing our scientific EQ assessments to our job performances, our leadership qualities, as well as our mental and physical health, and it's a huge predictor in our relationship success. To me, if you want to foster healthy connections, emotional intelligence is the number one way to do that. And while I have lived my life learning and unlearning how to vibe off of other people, take on other people's emotions less through my empathetic people-pleasing skills and completely match other people's energies, those, now that I've learned to hone them, have actually become really important connection skills that have actually become some of the most valuable tools in my toolkit to connecting with people now that I know how to hold boundaries that protect my own mental well-being. So I'm even better with my emotional connections with people based on the fact that I have always had a ton of empathy, a ton of time and patience, and I've always been a pretty good listener. But if you didn't have a childhood like mine that forced you to become a people pleaser from an early age, then maybe your interpersonal skills could use some work. But lucky for you, through focus, redirection, and persistent work, over time we can grow and improve our emotional capacity, which can improve our emotional intelligence. And tomorrow I will be sharing some quick tips on how to improve our emotional intelligence through bridging the gap between our identity and our reputation. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast, or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.